Bundesländer. I will destroy them all. Hello and welcome to The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast. This week we are talking about Attack on Titan, episode 62, The Door of Hope. And as you may have noticed, uh, despite this being a Bill week, I am not in fact Bill. Unfortunately, Europe has decided to close the border uh, with the filthy island devils in the UK. And um, that's as they enter a tier four Titan lockdown. Uh, So he's a little busy for our dumb podcast and all. But being real for a second, if you don't know what's going on, there is a mutation of the COVID-19 virus that is uh, significantly more infectious than other strains. And it's like running rampant throughout the UK and uh, as such they're entering a new lockdown uh, the borders have been shut down so um, that, that's not great for them getting supplies to an island uh, so uh, Bill's had to like scramble to prepare and he didn't have time and really just like wasn't in you know wasn't, wasn't ready to, he wasn't able to record an episode this week so you know please keep him and his family in your thoughts and, um, you know, any of our listeners that are in the UK, we are like wishing, we're hoping for the best for you. So, you know, you guys take care, stay safe, don't get eaten. Um, yeah, so all that like real life stuff, if, you know, that's a big enough downer for an episode, right? Um, it's not like we're about to talk about an episode that it's literally, you know, the, 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 like the framing device of the episode is flashbacks of a guy committing suicide. So... Yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> well, actually, before getting into it, uh, Bill did text me answers to the two questions I asked him last week, and um, I didn't want to just like read his answers. That seemed boring, so I got an Australian friend to attempt to do a British accent and read them. Um, you can think of him as like a bargain bin Bill. That's the character I created. Um, <laughs> he might become a re- reoccurring character, you know, if uh, lockdown continues to hinder Bill's podcasting time. So um, I asked Bill, what do you think Zeke's secret method for wiping his ass is? Which was like a cheeky way to say, do you know why you can turn people into titans? And Bill replied, I assume stimulus to his anus causes him to fart the brown note that triggers the Titan transformation. And that is gross and 100% authentically a thing Bill would say. Uh, next, I asked if he hated Porco the instant he heard him speak, like I did, and he said, I did. Thanks, Bargain Bin Bill. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't hate Porco after last episode, you probably do now because he continues to be quite a dick. And, uh, you know, we, we get Reiner's series of unfortunate events. So if you weren't sympathetic towards Reiner like I am... I probably was because I had read this in manga form. So I already, you know, got got the whole sad backstory and already felt for him. But maybe you anime only people were like, why do you feel so much? Like, why do you care so much about Reiner? Um, so yeah, let's get into this. So the episode starts with a super important thing that I completely forgot. And that is the whole like driving force behind like Reiner's childhood is that his father is Marlian. And uh, according to his mom, the reason they can't all live together is because of the dang island devil's blood running through their veins. So Reiner wants to become a warrior, aka a titan shifter, so that he and his mom can be honorary Marlians and like all live together with his dad. And if that isn't like the sweetest, most like fucked up motivation for a character that you could possibly label as a villain. I, I don't know what is. I say possibly because, I mean, definitely first three seasons, Reiner seems like a villain, right? But like now he's, 
I don't know. He's he's a person. That, that's what this episode makes us see. That he's just a person. So next up, we have uh, Reiner, Bert, Annie, and all of the other warriors as kids training one day to take the power of a titan. Uh, Porco is making fun of Reiner, saying that he has nothing special about him. And out of the seven, six are going to get titan powers. And he says that uh, Reiner is going to be the one that doesn't because... Yeah, all he has going is that he's loyal. So he shoves into the ground, and the only ones that really seem to care are uh, Bertold and Marcel. And this is the first of many times that we say <laughs> we see Marcel say, "I'm sorry." Um, yeah. So uh, meanwhile, Annie appears to be staring in a tree, but then we realize she was actually like stomping on a grasshopper. I, I guess that's to show she's like ruthless. I, I don't really. I don't really know why she was stomping on a grasshopper. So, Bill, I would love to know why you think she was just stomping on a grasshopper. Um, also, listeners, sure. Uh, the real takeaway from this scene to me is just how invested Reiner is in becoming a warrior. Uh, he's just very persistent. Like, he knows that he's not the best, but he's going to keep on moving forward. Uh, he says to Bertold, If I crush the devils on paradise, I'll save the world then my parents will be proud to have me as a son. Again, that's just like so sad. Like he's misguided and also he's just wants people to love him. And that that's like his whole motivation there. And it's very sad to me. Uh, we then get a brief scene from the first episode of Aaron looking at the wall in Shiganshina and he's like bored, just like wishing something interesting would happen. And then as we know, something does and the wall gets, you know, broken into uh and then the opening music plays and normally i think it's a little cringy when uh i see people on like reddit being like damn yams he he's a genius like every time there's like a, you know like a twist in the plot or something or like there's like you you realize there's foreshadowing in the background such as um, uh, something I'll come to later in this episode. Um, I'll, I'll refer to it as the uh, Isayama Galaxy Brain, or like Damn Yams. I'll, I'll do something like that. And uh, so yeah, normally I see it that as like really cringy, but I have to admit, um, I have to give Isayama like credit for this like twist in perspective because it really elevates the story. Uh, season one was like very entertaining, but knowing the misguided and complex motivations for the three people who took down the wall and then having those motivations actually be like relatable is really good story storytelling to me. Like it could have just been, I don't know, back in season one, I would have had no idea that there were people breaking down the wall and like two that it was something as horrible you know for it's like a horrible thing for the people doing it just as it is for the people being broken into like i just thought it was gonna be like very like black and white the titans are the evil ones and we see over time it becomes more and more gray after the opening we get the breakdown of who got each titan and what their abilities are we pretty much know all of this information already so not really going to like dwell on it, but it's a really cool scene. Uh, particularly, I like the God of Destruction scene where uh, Bert transforms and his transformation alone just like obliterates like a city or a town or whatever. Um, yeah, we get to see uh, <laughs> the Colossal Titan has those like weird elephant feet. Every time I see them in the manga, I'm just like, is is this what they're supposed to look like? Was was Did Isayama make a mistake drawing this? But some people have theorized that they're supposed to look like elephant feet because, you know, elephants are big and the Colossal Titan's big and he needs it for balance. But I don't know. He just has weird feet. Um, 
Next up is uh, Reiner meeting his dad and him just being like absolutely horrible. Um, don't 100% know how he even recognized him. Reiner says his mom used to work in these barracks and, you know, it's probably explained more clearly in the manga. Like, I'm going to be like Marcel here and say, I am sorry, but I, I didn't have time to really like read through uh, this chapter of the manga to see what any differences or like if there's more context there. Uh, anyways, this is where Reiner learns that being an honorary Marleyan is more or less meaningless. Like his dad still doesn't accept him out of fear that the government will hurt him and his family if they find out that he had a child with an Eldian woman. After his dad rejects him, Reiner changes his goal to saving the world, which he thinks as a chosen warrior of Marley, destroying everyone on the island will accomplish. It's not super clearly stated in the anime, but uh, the reason destroying those on the island will save the world is because the world lives in fear that the king inside of the walls will one day release all of the wall titans to like trample across the world um yeah it's been mentioned in the anime in the past i'm sure but i know in this chapter of the manga it keeps like coming up like clearly so you know that's like on their mind on the island reiner's whole world gets like shit on again when he finds out that the only reason he was picked to be a warrior is because marcel talked him up and trashed his own brother because he wanted to save his brother from the hell of becoming a shifter yeah so he's kind of got not much you know he just keeps having his whole worldview destroyed. Like, his original goal, become a warrior so that he can meet his dad. Um, or, like, live with his dad. But then his dad doesn't want him. So then he's like, I'm going to save the world because I'm, like, chosen to do so. And then he finds out that he kind of wasn't chosen to do so. So, yeah. Um, a mindless titan of Ymir tries to eat Reiner. Marcel pushes him out of the way, gets eaten himself. And uh, Reiner runs away scared. And uh, once Annie and Bertold catch up with Reiner, Annie places all the blame on him. But Ymir's Titan, like, it's really small. I mean, if any of them kept their cool, they would have been able to take it on, you know, in their Titan form. So I don't necessarily think that that was a fair assessment from Annie's behalf. Like, I don't know. Bertold probably shouldn't have transformed because that would be super noticeable, probably. I don't know how far away the wall is, but maybe they could see him. Um, you know, even if not, he probably would have killed Annie if he transformed, so <laughs> gotta look out for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a bit weird that Reiner straight up says that, you know, Reiner is dead. You know, if, if, if we need a Marcel, I'll be a Marcel because Annie says like they might as well go home because without Marcel's leadership, they're not going to capture the founding Titan. Um, I, I think it's cool that Reiner tries to emulate Marcel's personality and leadership ability in order, you know, to continue on with the mission because he's broken. His world's been like destroyed multiple times, you know, and like his only other option in the situation is to give up and die, you know, because if he goes back home. They're just going to be like, all right, you failed. We're going to give your power to probably Porco. Um, but yeah, I think they could have just dropped that line and just had Porco's comment from the last episode be like the most direct thing said about this whole like him imitating Marcel. So then we get like a bunch of quick scenes and I'm probably going to move through these pretty quickly. Um, so we get to see them all take down the wall. Not much to really say here. It's a really cool action scene. Um, I think the Titan CGI animation looks really good. Uh, most of this isn't just, uh, shots from the first season. Some of it is, I think it's like a mixture, but I, I know a lot of people have complained about, uh, the new animation studio Mappa 
Like, they don't think that their Titans look great, but their CGI looks so much better than previous seasons, in my opinion. Um, maybe the, I mean, there are hand-drawn Titans, like, in the previous seasons, and they look great. But when they tried to do CGI, it looked horrible. Uh, specifically, the one that's coming to mind is uh, Rod Reese's Titan in season three. Um, when we see him, like, from far away, he looks straight up awful. <laughs> um yeah, so I definitely think the CGI is a lot better than that. Uh, Bill, I'd be curious to notice if you probably didn't know about the animation studio change. I'd be curious to notice if you know, like, notice like changes in like the style of it, and if you can tell their CGI. I think they anytime they use CGI, it stands out to me. But well, this is like a really quick scene, but I still think it looks great. So then we get that uh, galaxy brain genius yam scene that I was talking about earlier, uh, where we see uh, back in the training arc, we get to see back from then uh, when Shadus or Commander Shadus, I never know how to say his name. I think it's pronounced Sadies and like, I can't remember if that's the English or the like Japanese one. I've seen it pronounced different ways, but you all knew who I'm talking about. The guy training them in the training arc. Uh, he says, what the hell did you come here for? To Reiner? And Reiner replies to save humanity. And yeah, it's got that double meaning because because he came to the island to destroy everyone on the island because he thinks that that's going to save humanity. Meanwhile, everyone else thinks he's talking about destroying all the Titans to save humanity because they all think that everyone inside the wall is literally all that's left of humanity. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Good, good job, Isayama. You you always doing those pullback and reveal things. Uh, next, we get kind of a weird scene. It, it, in the anime, it just seems like weird fan service to me. You have uh, Annie running into Kenny the Butcher. He's Kenny the Butcher, right? Yeah, I think so. But uh, Kenny, you all remember Kenny. Um, she runs into him and there's like a little fight scene between them. And I don't know, they don't really explain it that well to me in the anime but in the manga there's um we learn that she's basically profiling uh high-ranking military officials to sort of track down where the founding titan might be just doing like some recon and that Kenny just happens to won't be one of the people she runs into um then we get a scene between um annie berthold and reiner where there is um there's a guy who hung himself you know more suicide in this episode but uh there's a guy who's hung himself but before that it flashes back and like he's telling us his story of like the um wall being taken down that what happened to him then and that story is like verbatim the story that uh they give when they get to like the training camp and you know i can't remember who says i think it's reiner tells that story we also get a scene where Reiner is basically planning the next attack uh, to take down the next wall. And um, Annie tells him, but you know, a lot of your friends are going to die. And I think this is where we sort of start seeing like Reiner's split personality because he says they're not his friends. But, you know, in the anime, it's very much like he has like, well, I, I meant like in the past season of the anime, we know like he has kind of like two modes. He like turns off a switch. Like not only is he Marcel... Not only is he Reiner, but he's like new Reiner. I don't know. He's weird. He's a complex man. Um, and then we have the scene between Aaron and Reiner where Aaron is, you know, really feeling bad about himself and his abilities because he's not living up to everyone else's uh, 
you know, he's not doing as good as Mikasa. He's not doing as good as Reiner. And it's kind of interesting that, you know, Reiner is like the cool guy now because he was the loser back when he was training. But then again, he's been training his entire life. So he should be able to do this stuff, right? Pretty easy. But yeah, uh, Reiner gives Aaron some advice, tells him he's just got to keep moving forward. And that's something that we see Aaron repeat a lot. That and the word freedom. He says freedom a lot. Um, and this is when it's revealed that this whole episode has been like Reiner's life flashing before his eyes as he attempts to commit suicide. And, and it's a pretty heavy moment. Um, the chapters that this manga are the chapters of this anime are based on. It's completely the reason I like Reiner so much as a character. Uh, and I, I think this episode, despite uh, rushing a few things a little bit, I think it did a great job. Uh, adapting the material and uh, yeah I, re I really like this episode um the end we get a bit with falco on a bench talking to you know that uh eldian soldier who he helped in the last episode with his armband and uh he's falco's talking about you know his experience training to be a warrior with him and he gives him some advice that he, only those who keep moving forward will ever know what is beyond the hell. Uh, talking about war being hell. You know, like some people, people forced to go to war, they all they see is hell. But those who choose to go to war choose to do so because they know that there's something after that. And it's either more hell or I guess peace. I don't remember the exact quote, but um, yeah. So that that's an interesting scene. I'm not going to say much more than that about it. Um, I don't know if Falco should really be talking that openly about the warrior program. You know, I feel like that should be some classified information. Also, he's like pretty openly talking about how it's not good and honorable to be a warrior because he doesn't want Gabby. He doesn't call her out by name, but he doesn't want Gabby to become one because he doesn't want her to have to be a Titan. So I don't think Falco should be saying that stuff, but that's that, that's where I'm going to leave it. Uh, so yeah, I, I really love this episode. It's great. Seeing Reiner and uh, I guess specifically Reiner, but to a lesser degree, uh, Annie and Bertold's motivations and just seeing things from their perspective really just makes those like first three seasons completely different. And it's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, be curious to know what you guys think. And uh, especially Bill, if you're able to watch it. Yeah. Um, so that's it for the week. Hopefully Bill will be back next week. But if not, I'll be here. And then we have a week off because the anime has a week off. But I have something planned for that week. So I'll see you then. Um, I am going to have a little bit of uh, manga spoilers after the music. So if you're anime only, probably leave now. But if you read the manga, you're up to date on the manga, up to chapter 135, then go ahead. Hang around till after that outro music. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time if you don't get eaten.
So yeah, that guy on the bench is Aaron. Um, I feel like it's pretty obvious that it's Aaron, but I just don't want to come out and straight up say it in case I'm spoiling that for anyone. Uh, man, I really wanted to have Bill on this week, especially for that moment. I didn't know that was happening for sure, but I kind of figured it was coming soon since we saw him in the last episode. Um, it would have been so much easier, like, you know, like he could have talked about, like, is this person Aaron maybe? But I have to be like, you know, it's just that he's just a guy. I can't be like, could it be Aaron? Because then, you know, people know that I know that it's is or is not Aaron. But yeah, it's Aaron. I think they'll probably make that clear in the next episode. So yeah, until then, don't get eaten, I guess. Hi, I'm Evan. And I sure enjoy me some podcasts. Wow, this podcast sure is enjoyable. But sometimes, life has a little bit more pegged on for you than what you thought. Oh man, is that a missile? Uh, I'm okay? Thoughtscast, part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Podcast Network. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.